Today, as we begin, or this evening, as we begin the season of Advent, St. Paul addresses a wake-up call to all of us. Awake from your sleep, the night is long past, the day is drawing near. He wants to give us that jolt, that little bit of a shock. You know, what is at stake would be for us to be awake but half alive with no awareness, no understanding, no vision. We must not let ourselves sleep in the, the ordinary routines of life. We must not let ourselves be Christians of habit and ritual and then miss out on Jesus' life-giving presence. As I was reflecting on today's liturgy, I recalled some conversations that I have had with some of our parishioners uh, who have not yet been to church uh, following the pandemic. One of them told me, he said, you know, Father, I, I don't even have to get out of my bed to attend Mass. I can attend in my pajamas, with, with my pajamas on. Another one said, you know, Father, with these gas prices, this has been a lifesaver. I don't have to go to church. can watch Mass at home. So many have chosen convenience against church, community. And this is how routine can get us. That's where routine can get us. But even become too comfortable. Once there were two eighth grade girls, one by the name of Lois and another one by the name of Ella May. These two girls were sensational volleyball play players. Lois was the captain, the best on the team. Ella May was the co-captain and the second best. They were not only teammates, but they were best of friends. They were always together. And uh, Ella May did not really mind being second best. And also Lois uh, didn't think that being the best was that, that much of a big deal. But there was a difference between these two best friends. And the difference was that Lois was really so sure of herself, of her talent. She knew she was the best. She counted on that. But Ella May believed in practice. She was, she was very compulsive about practicing for the game. And indeed they won their, their, their section, they won the division, they won the region, and then came the 
City Championship with their traditional rivals, St. Adalbert's. So LMA made a suggestion, said maybe we should practice every day that week before the championship. But then Lois said, no, you don't have to do all that. There's, there's something more uh, being, uh, no, 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 about being a teenager than, than, uh, than practicing or playing volleyball. So he said, only two days are enough. Eli May gave in, of course. And I believe you know what happened. They lost to their rival by only one point. Only one point. So LMA is sobbing, she's crying, and Lois wraps her arms around her, say, LMA, please don't cry. There will be many championships in high school. LMA would not want to hear any of that. She turns around and says, we will never have any eighth grade championship ever again. That was indeed a wake-up call. We never have an eighth grade championship again. Last opportunity. So St. Paul and the Gospel of today is inviting us to think again, to rise from our complacency and endeavor to make Christ alive in our lives during this season of Advent. To, to do things anew, it's not business as usual. To give Christ a very special presence in our lives. And the good news for us here at St. Mark's, the the door has already been opened for this joyful season. Because for those who have attended the hearing masses, you have noticed something sacred. You have noticed parishioners coming forward to receive the sacrament of holy anointing. The sacrament of God's grace. The sacrament that gives us healing and comfort. And what better way to prepare for the coming of Christ, to prepare for this wonderful season of Advent, to receive God's grace. St. Paul also talks about the fact that we need to leave the darkness behind and put on the armor of light. There could be things getting in the way Maybe lately you have found yourself always angry, irritable. Maybe it's because of politics. Maybe it's because of relationships. St. Paul is inviting you to visit your better angels. The better angels of forgiveness, of acceptance, of humility. Maybe lately you have engaged in self-condemnation for the, your past misdeeds. You can't seem to get past. And you are 
sad all the time. St. Paul is inviting you to visit your better angels of self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, compassion towards self. Maybe you have found yourself comparing yourself with everybody else and, and you are jealous of people whom you, whom you perceive to be better than you are. Maybe they have more than I do. St. Paul is inviting you to visit your better angels by counting the blessings that you have. So, as we begin this holy season, our Lord is inviting us to that space, that place, whereby we shall have a conversation with him, whereby we'll be able to have one focus in mind, to make him present in our lives and to witness to him in what we do. You know, one year has come and has now ended, liturgical year. Time is passing. Life is too short. We never pass through this way again. So let us get on with our work. And this is how we know that we are ready. But by keeping Christ ever at the center of our lives. And this is how we welcome him when he comes. On that day, the day we are all looking forward to celebrate his birthday. We welcome him by loving more, by caring more, and by giving more of ourselves. The Lord be with you.